Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbi shrah li swadri wa yasir li amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka anta al-alimul hakeem. اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Today is the 11th of Shawwal, 1442. We start with a sad news. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. We just received the news. The Eid day I went to Balfour and met him, brother Abdus Sattar Janu, our Hafiz Shiraz Janu's father, he passed away, and according to reports, now I think it's a janazah because he passed away in Heidelberg, my hometown, and from there, according to the report we received, straight will go to the Balfour graveyard and cemetery and be buried there. If you look at what happened in the past two months in that family, first brother Naim, that is Abdul Sattar Janu's son, his wife, she was martyred and murdered that about two months ago, four daughters. And then in Ramadan, Naim passed away. So that also took place. And today, he, the father, passed away. So three janazas in matter of two months or so. We make dua, Almighty Allah, grant all of them Jannatul Firdaus. Almighty Allah, grant our Hafiz Shiraz Janu, his sisters, and all of them Sabri Jamil, difficult, trying times. We all should be taking lessons from death. Death can strike anywhere, anytime. Without notice, young, old, male, female, kullu nafsin zaikatul maut. Therefore, daily, we should be reading Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Tawaffani muslima wa alhiqni bisaliheen. O beloved Allah, let me pass away with Iman and Islam, Ya Allah, through your benevolence, grace, and mercy, and unite me with the pious and devout servants, Ya Allah. Our report back for today and is last week's activities is our trip to the deer. The deer is a place here next to Roshni. From here it takes out about half an hour to reach there. Nevertheless, after Eid, everything got settled, mashallah. That Friday of Eid, I went to Johannesburg, and mashallah, the Eid Salat, and then Jummah went to Heidelberg, then went to Balfour, Saturday went to Trichat. So all that I explained to you. Then mashallah, Monday, everything came back to normal, and then we started our Q&A and so forth with Moana Arafat, and in the morning also, alhamdulillah, and more and more people are listening, and especially what brings great joy to me personally is the non-Muslims, locally, nationally, internationally, it has, mashallah, 
activated much interest in them. They can ask any question, and I always tell them we will never take offense. They got all the right to ask. This is a weakness in our system, our dalums, our madrasas, that we don't stimulate the mind of the students that they must pose questions and ask questions. And therefore, when I studied in Karachi, I love my teachers, I respect my teachers, but this is one one thing I always felt that we are lacking. So I always in my mind said that no, when I teach, then I must take the students and they must ask a lot of questions. So alhamdulillah in our stay there in Newcastle the 20 years so that was always what was happening and Allah Ta'ala was preparing me for all this year what we dreamt of will be on the media and radio we never it was in the wildest dreams also it wasn't there but this is Allah Ta'ala's system <coughs> So, mashallah, that was Monday. Then Tuesday, that we had our bliss of marriage and so forth. And Tuesday night, I told them for that time that tonight, meaning that last week, Tuesday, I will speak about Gaza and about Palestine and so forth. So they were very, very interested. And some brothers came from other places also. So it wasn't well advertised, but just alhamdulillah. Whoever was there heard it. Until now we are getting queries that Gaza and so forth. That's another tragedy of this Ummah. This Ummah does not read. It just wants to look. And no thinking involved. Look at the movies, look at the film, look at the documentary and so forth and so on. Allah says Iqra. In the first five verses that were revealed, Iqra is mentioned twice. We want you read for yourself. And one you read again before you teach others. So that is the wisdom of it. Understand this. Ta'aleem and ta'allum. I always used to tell the students there in Newcastle, the best way to learn is to teach. Remember that. So that was Tuesday night. Wednesday again, mashallah, the bliss of marriage and so forth. I think Azad Mufti Rizal Haksab will be coming tomorrow or in this week he'll be here. The madrasa has opened, but this week we will not be here because inshallah tomorrow we're going to Eastern Cape. We'll be going to visit the king, queen and prince. King is King Williamstown, queen is Queenstown and the prince is East London and then we come down to Port Elizabeth and then we come back inshallah that we will speak about next week. So anyway, we will be back inshallah and meet Hazrat Mufti Saab in the weekend with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Thereafter, we see that it was Thursday, and mashallah, we introduced the program with Moana Zahid Khan and on Fiqh. And I told him that this week here, we must make it a lesson on Palestine in the Q&A format. MashaAllah, it was received very, very well. And MashaAllah, a lot of people requested it and so forth and so on. And we send out all our programs on the podcast. So our groups also are in be- <coughs> Our BC broadcast groups are also increasing, and mashallah, that people are showing keen, keen interest. All this hadam in Fadli Rabbi, the grace of all, Allah, Jalla <coughs> 
Then the lawyers contacted me. Now you see, we run an organization called, one is Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And we say Darul Iman. Darul Iman, actually senior, senior ulama who don't want their name to be mentioned, they made mashura and told me that you must be part of it. I said, fine, 100%, Samina Watan, I hear about it, and I obey, finish. Then after a few weeks, this happened. They said, no, you must carry on with it, and you must... So, mashallah, so they made me the person in charge of it. So I said, no problem, always I'll make mashura with you and so forth. So we sent out a letter and a news for, you know, on our Darul Iman letterhead or logo, whatever which organizations you should not be contributing to and that is our verdict we say you must not contribute a cent to them whether it is zakat whether it's dillah whether it's sadaqah and i sent it to hundreds and thousands of people in the groups and so forth so if you want it you can just request which are the organizations that were mentioned we will send it to you just now also i sent it to two to two three people that i was just looking at my phone and they're requesting it then on behalf of Darul Iman, so I told them that you know what, we have to meet Hazrat Mawana Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sapi is here in the dear. So, who are the lawyers? MashaAllah. First, we have Hafiz Firoz, Advocate Firoz Boda, Senior Counsel Hafidahullah, wonderful, wonderful person. Then we have, MashaAllah, our Yusuf Dokrat, MashaAllah, senior, senior lawyer, attorney. Then we have our brother Zahir Adam, MashaAllah, he was a lawyer, but now is retired and doing business and so forth and then obviously we got part from the time we started our brother Zahir Umar and his son our brother Abu Bakr mashallah so all these are the lawyers they're all part of our Darul Iman and so forth so they said We must take, they must take action against the Israeli apartheid rogue terrorist regime. We said 100% we must take. So they know all the ways and methods and all that. We don't know all these things. So the most active there were, mashallah, our advocate Firoz Boda, attorney Yusuf Dokrat, and Zahir Adam, and so forth. And then they said they're going to do a program on Barkas Sahaba Friday night. I said, excellent. It's a scoop for us also. And people were really looking forward to it so mashallah Friday came and then it was the khutbah and it was Sheikh Bandar Balila and we he was saying you must have you know high high aims and lofty aims and objectives in life and so forth so after that was lunch and so forth and then they told me they'll come fetch me so mashallah brother Zahir Ad Adam came and he's based there in Senton he brought his two sons mashallah he's got three sons all of them becoming a Hafiz, Allah Jalla wala make it easy for them to complete their hips and so forth. So we went and we discussed many, many issues and so forth and so on. And then we reached there just a certain time in the dear. We read our, we must jamaat, so we made our own jamaat. And thereafter we went to Hazrat Mohana Mufti Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sab. That remember Hazrat Ji, Nawwarallahu Marqadahu, Hazrat Muhammad Masihullah Khan Sab used to say, Ye Mohana Ahmad Sadiq Desai, Johe Mufti yo ka Mufti hai. There are eyewitnesses still today, not one, two, several of them. They heard Hazraji saying this himself. Mulvi Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sawab to Mufti ka Mufti hai. 
that he has that legal sharp mind, you know. So over 50 years now, I can remember, I'm reading the Majlis, so you must remember that. So when we went there, we met Hazrat, so he asked, who's this, who's this, so I introduced them. Then I said, Hazrat, before we start, just tell them that when uh, I just told Hazrat, how old? So he said, 81, Islam, Gregorian, and 83, according to Islamic calendar, subhanallah. But walking to the masjid, Maghrib time, he walked faster than all of us. See how Allah Ta'ala in this old age, you tell me, who can do work like that at the age of 80, 81, 83 years old? 20 hours, 21, 22 hours, and 2, 3 hours per day only you sleep. You call it ruhani taqat and strength. Thereafter, mashallah, I had few of my own maslas and all that to ask Hazrat. So I asked him all that. And then Hazrat gave me very good answers and advice and so forth. Let me tell you one of the questions I posed to Hazrat. I said, Hazrat, I am telling everybody the vaccination, this COVID-19, corona, whatever is haram. But on the other side, people have to travel. They business, does that, and so forth. They have to go. And I mean, they're doing business, import, export, whatever it is. And then some countries say, you have to take the vaccination. So what advice can we give? Now, this is a faqih. This is the mufti, how he gives the lil. He says, you must tell them it's haram. But if you have to go and everything, then you take it, but you must make toba. but in the heart of heart, you must realize it's haram and so forth. We don't say it's jayis. We will still say it's haram. And you must remember the harm it is going to cause you now and in the future. Just now, now, I had lunch and then I read one message. They said that once you take this vaccination, they can monitor you wherever you are. Imagine, already you in the system, you in the grid, wherever you go, they can monitor you and so forth. There are multi-reasons. Then Hazrat said, I must tell them, I must tell you, the listeners, that from Mimbabi Siha, from a health point of view, how harmful it is. Sometimes there's uh, vaccinations, the ingredients they got, they totally haram and so forth. So there's multiple reasons why we say it's haram. So like that, we had a good discussion and so forth. So why all that was happening, then mashallah our Hafiz advocate came, uh, Firoz Boda and our Yusuf Dokrat and them came. So they wanted to discuss with Hazrat that, you know, this line of action we want to take against the Israeli uh, leaders and their prime minister and ministers and so forth. What else can you tell us? So Hazrat gave two, three wonderful explanation and so forth. So it was, so, you know, it was you sitting with the most senior lawyers in South Africa, you can say, Muslim lawyers. And you are sitting with Hazrat, who is one of the greatest ulama South Africa, South Africa. African alim produced, you know. So for me to be there, it was excellent. I was just listening. They telling their reasons. Hazrat is giving them advice and so forth. Then sometime I just ask Hazrat if this happens, this happens. So wonderful, wonderful discussion. So we were there for 45, 50, 45, 50 minutes. Then up past five or so was Maghrib. And then we met Mufti Bouda and then we met Mohana Faran Patel. Mohana Faran Patel's, Patel's mother is very, very ill, critically ill. Make dua for her also all my tell make things easy for her you know thereafter then we said that we all have to go back you know and Hazrat reads very long namaz and all that maghrib and so forth 
So after that, I came back with Hafiz Firuz Boda, and then I was asking him so many issues we learned from them. Now, these are lawyers, these are attorneys, these are advocates. But if you look at the taqwa, the piety, the concern they got for deen, subhanallah. So that is why we say that we as Darul Iman, MashaAllah, that if you want to join Darul Iman, it's straightforward. You just send us a WhatsApp message, 084. See, let me give you the two numbers so you don't get confused. From Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, 084-786-3132. So you send your questions, all that. Tonight, Mona Arafat will answer that. From there, you'll ask me, and then we'll answer it, inshallah. For Darul Iman, 084-786-3130. 084-786-3130 and for you beyond the borders of South Africa plus 27 and thereafter 84-786-3130 the vo- so Darul Iman the voice of the voiceless anybody you might just send a message and say that I'm a member of the Darul Iman group and everything will come to you also as well inshallah another thing then we did our demands as Muslims, that from the Israeli rogue apartheid regime, number one, that they must allow free access to every Muslim who goes to Majid al-Aqsa. Number two, you must remember that the, our South African government has to expel the Israeli ambassador. Number three, the right of return for the six million Palestinians living in the diaspora in different countries. How many countries I met the Palestinians? South America and here and there and everywhere. So we must remember that these are all according to international law. There's nothing of ours that is beyond and be against the law. So therefore, we must use the law and we must then, if we stand together on these issues here, remember the Jews are shaking now that our brothers in Gaza gave them such a hiding, you must remember, they never dreamt that rockets would be falling there in Ashdod, in Askalan, and in Tel Aviv, and all these places. They always were under the perception and dream that we are very, very safe. But Allah says, wherever you are, Allah is going to disgrace you and punish you. Duribat alayhimu zillah. Allah has stamped upon the Jews, remember, disgrace and humiliation. And Allah announced chapter 7, Surah 7, verse 167, Wa rabbuk, When your sustainer, nourisher, provider, He has announced, Till the day of Qiyamah, He will surely, surely punish them. May You know, it was 1989. They will experience a terrible punishment. I was teaching in Darulum, and then it was Hajj time, but Allah's help has to go for Hajj from there also. So I went for Hajj, and then I told my wife, you know what, that we must go to Aqsa also. Obviously, the booking, all that was done from here. When we entered, there was no issue, nothing. It was quick, quick, quick. We entered, we went from there to Cairo, from Jeddah, Cairo. We spent one, two days there, and from there we flew to Tel Aviv on El Al, on the Israeli airline. There was no other airline. So we could take, so we flew. And I still remember that they already, the, they called me. 
and said, you know, that today there is this terrorist and so forth, so we just want to... But they're very civil, you know, about it. They will, they will make you... You know, it's like a police, that they give you a ticket and you will smile, you know, like that. So they ask you questions, all that, and so forth. That's good, in fact, one way that I went on that plane, I saw how their kosher operates and so forth. They put the green cover and it's got the seal and all that, and they tell them if the seal is broken, then you must inform that it means that we must replace it and so forth. So a lot of things like like that you learn. So when we entered, mashallah, it was just a breeze, no questions, hardly anything. And uh, Allah's mercy, obviously. Then we went with the taxi over the, it was a taxi, I think, or a bus, I think it was a taxi. So we went to Jerusalem, mashallah, all that. And I made the Jumma in Makkah, made Jumma in Medina, made Jumma in Cairo also. And lo and behold, our Thursday night flight was also on El Al to come out. Then they already picked up that this guy here, he speaks Arabic, he's interacting because they got their spies and everything. And we visited so many places. So with Allah Ta'ala's help. So then that they were interrogating us. And there was another couple from Cape Town, Parker. I remember Mr. and Mrs., you know. So we were two couples. <clears throat> and they, so they made sure the plane leave us, the LR plane. And uh, this Parker Master and Masters were so, so, you know, disappointed and half crying. They said, we're just going to Tel Aviv and then we'll get another plane and so So I told my wife, I said, no, that in life you think something is bad, but in the long time, long term, it's better for you. I said, we're going back to Jerusalem. We will read Jumma Salat there and so forth. And then we will come back and Allah Ta'ala will help us. I went back to the same hotel, Hashimi Hotel, and the brother there, he was my good friend, Isam. I always used to read the verse. I don't know if he's still there. I used to tell him, Isam, I say, see here, Allah is using the verb of it, all that. Anyway, so it's for the Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Ta'ala will protect you from the people. So, mashallah, we made Jumma, everything then, Aqsal, Mubarak, and so forth. Then on Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember exactly, or Friday, I phoned, because Saturday is holiday there normally, so I phoned SAA and told them, you know, that I have this ticket and so forth. So the lady who spoke, she said, you can try at the airport, but I'm telling you, there's no place on SAA, because it's some Jewish holiday and so forth, and the plane is full. But if you want to, you can try. So anyway, we checked out, checked out again from the hotel, this is 1989. We went there, so they told us, no, just wait. So while we were waiting, 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 making zikr, one person from SAA came, a Jew, and he had the South African Airways uniform on, and his name was Saul. So he was a Jew, but a gentleman. He told me, you were the person they interrogated, and you must have blessed here. So I didn't ask him. He just came. He said, don't worry, you're on this plane here. I, I will make sure to see Allah's help. Therefore, we must never make the mistake and make, say, every Jew is like that. Obviously, in the year after, what will happen will happen. That is a decree of Allah. But in this world, Allah is teaching us, Laysu Sawa'a. They're all not the same. You must say always majority of them are like that. Not all. 
Quran also is teaching us. So there's a mistake sometimes we make. And sometimes we say every Jew is a Zionist and every Zionist is a Jew. That also is wrong. You must remember that Zionism has hijacked Judaism. And that is the ones that now you see all these things going on. But we must make special, special dua for our brothers, our children, our women, that they shook the whole world of the Jews and Judaism and whoever and supporters of Israel. And the biggest tragedy of all this are the Arab Tanpot dictators. They were the traitors even at that time when they pulled out in the name of Arab nationalism and the whole Ottoman Empire collapsed. They were responsible for the Khilafat Usmania Ottoman Empire collapse and the Kuffar Shias. Remember that. And then obviously the British and all of them. But first were they. Second one, again today, they showed what traitors they are. You take Egypt, you take Jordan, you take UAE, you take Bahrain, you take Morocco, you take Sudan. So these are the countries now, like Tanpot dictators, they made ties with Israel, thinking Trump will give them honor, thinking King Netanyahu will give them honor. Where's your honor? You disgraced and humiliated. Honor is with the Palestinians. Honor is with Gaza. Honor is with our children who gave their lives. You can see the rage, the fury on the eyes of this, you know? I can't send everything out, but we got context here and there. This Israeli army is wearing napkins. They're wearing napkins. They're wetting their front and back and everything when the rockets were coming and so forth. You must remember, therefore, Jutla is the biggest coward, you must remember. You will see, they are armed to their teeth, but they'll never walk alone. Whenever they come, then you will find four, five, ten of them, then they will harass, intimidate a Muslim, Palestinian. So frightened they are. And you see our children. I saw this with my own eyes. The children of Palestine coming out, they were hiding somewhere, and I was just looking. They didn't know I was hiding and looking at them. And they came out, 20, 15 of them, Iman in their hearts and remember stones in their hand and they started throwing it and they said khaybar khaybar ya yahud inna jaysha muhammad sofa yahud remember khaybar remember khaybar o jutla o jew we are the army of mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa coming back I'll tell you one story and then finish 1992 we went we were 15, 16 ulama invited there was a youngster ka'aqa 8 years old and he was facing me I was facing Majlul Aqsa we were still under apartheid so I told him tomorrow the next day or so we're going back so why not you come with us we'll enroll you in the school afternoon you go madrasa he turned around and pointed to Aqsa Mubarak Sheikh I can come with you who will guard and look after Majul Aqsa. Then the tears started rolling down. That is Iman. An eight-year-old boy is Iman. We will give our life, but we will never neglect and abandon Aqsa. Be ruh, be dam, nafdika ya Aqsa. 
That is what they say, that with our life, with our blood, we will give everything for you, Aqsa. So cry for them, make dua all my Allah, destroy and dismantle the apartheid, the rogue terrorist regime of Israel and the traitors amongst the Muslim Ummah, if you can call them Muslims, I say they murtered. Anyway, next up, you must remember, 2.30 to 3 is Mona Zahid with Madrasa on A, 3 to 3.30, the repeat of the Q&A, 3.35 to 5, Brother Lamin Templeton with the economic news and views, 5 to 7 will be Mona Khalid Yaqub, and then 7 to 7.30, the repeat of today's Tafsir, 7.30 to 8, inshallah, will be... <coughs> Mona Yunus Patel's advices, 8 to 10, the live Q&A with Mona Arafat. So, inshallah, that's our lineup. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.